Hey, everybody, we rolling? Yeah. Okay, today we got a fantastic tour coming to you from me. Yeah, you didn't think <laughs> I was going to say that, did you? Um, I think I'm going to call it I Might Not Be Poor Anymore Tour. Because after this tour, I might not be poor anymore. It depends on you showing up and buying the <laughs> tickets. That's why I say might. So let's just, so anyways, uh, coming up uh, very soon, May 12th through 15th, I am in Tulsa, Oklahoma at the Looney Bin, followed by Appleton, Wisconsin at Skyline, May 21st and 22nd, two nights, four shows. And then after that, Philadelphia, Soul Joel's, and then Governors in Long Island, New York. New York, I'm coming finally, one nighter only. And then Baltimore at Magoobies and Washington, D.C. That's my month of May. I didn't say the dates. I realized that after all that, it'll be on the website. I'll do it again. Damn it. May 27th through 29th, Washington, D.C. May 26th, Baltimore at Magoobies. <laughs> May 25th, Long Island, New York. Governors, May 23rd, Philadelphia. Soul Joes. I know I'm going backwards. Just Google me, guys. <laughs> I'm trying my best. Damn it. I'm gone pretty much the whole month of May. Get some of these jokes. I got what I got. <laughs> okay. I'm bringing hoodies, t-shirts. I got shit made. I got tank tops with loosey-gooseys. I got more of these coming from my Patreon people. I'm going to message you. Look out for that. You got some merch coming your way. What else did I forget? Oh, we got one new patron. One new patron. Speak of the devil. Who is it? Uh, Jas Bizanovic. Jaspavanovich, God bless you. Did I say your name right? <laughs> I love you. Thank you for supporting. Your uh, Patreon uh, goes to uh, bonus content as well as equipment and signs that are the wrong color. So thank you. <laughs> thank you, Patreon. And uh, now about our guest. Today is my good buddy, Danny Jollis. He's hilarious. He's one of those guys. He's just funny and nice. You're just like, I f***ing like you, dude. I met him and I was like, I'll, I'll f*** with this guy forever. You're just a good man. If you date my sister, I'll be like, she's safe. She's safe. <laughs> you know, it's like a good dude. And he's our guest. He just released a special on uh, YouTube. And that's fucking dope because he had offers from companies and he chose the internet because let's be real, the internet's the future. And I think I might have to come up with the same choice. Bless you. And anyways, I love you all. Thank you so much. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Uh, spread the word of my tour because um, I don't want to be poor anymore. <laughs> I love you all. Thank you. Tune in to the episode right now. Like and subscribe, Roger Donna. Yeah. Well, that could be this on this hat. This is like a newer hat. Samson. And I feel like it's... it's... <laughs> I was way off. It's way off. It's way off. It's such... I rewatched it recently and I was like... It's perfect mood. God, it's just perfect. Are we rolling? Yeah. Yeah, we're just start like this. I auditioned for them once. and I uh, The Fer Farley Brothers? I auditioned once for Farley Brothers. Oh, my Farley Farley? What's so, it? Sorry, so, lift that shoe up real quick. Oh, I'm so sorry. Right. It's I'm okay. so sorry. You're good, it's man. completely on me. Um, you almost were in Dumb and Dumber. How old are you? <laughs> <laughs> they were. He was filming... Uh, something and i auditioned i it was a callback and i auditioned for him and i was like he, there was no saying it was going to be him it was just like a director's in the room and because it was for a commercial and he um he was like how do you say your last name and i was like jollis just a random guy he was like 
I was like, oh, it's jawless. He's like, oh, yeah. I was like, like, I don't have a jaw. That's what I say always. Yeah. And he was like, oh, he's like, oh, that's really smart. And he's like, I always say like farly, like far. Like he had like this thing. And I was like, oh, that's smart. Yeah. And then I left the room and I was like, farly. I was like, oh, why would you tell me your name before my audition? <laughs> and I went out. I was like, but it, I was stupid enough where it didn't hit me until I left the room. Yeah. And then I was like, huh, I wonder if that's. And I looked at the photo. And I was like, damn it. <laughs> it's so much I could have said to that man. I love you, I sir. I love you. You You're saved my life. Ugh, Dumb like... and dumber. I remember swinging on the swing set with my buddy Jose Abrego that printed this shirt. And he. Uh, we were laughing at Dumb and Dumber quoting it as nine-year-olds. Just just piss scene, you know? Just yeah. go, man. <laughs> just go. Wow. It's really warm. It was, they it, frozen together. It oh, was perfect. It was so perfect. So a movie that just was like, this is what we're going to do. We have a clear goal, and we're not going to try to stray from it. Just we're going to be two dumb people, and they're going on a stupid adventure. <laughs> and it's perfect. <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> These guys are good. How the hell do they know I have gas, man? The gas man. Yeah. Oh, the amount of times I'm like writing a script and now like I'm like going through all these like things, these like structural things, and I'm like, can't just two guys want to go on an adventure to like return a briefcase? Isn't that enough of a plot? I think about it all the time. It it is. It's a, and it, it made the uh, AFI top 100 movies of all time, and then not many comedies got in there. I know they. they That's just, crazy. They disrespect us. Lloyd Christmas made it into the. <laughs> it's a perfect movie perfect yeah speaking of structure there's no structure here man so keep talking bro help me no i'm just kidding how are you and then you know eight minutes in i'm like ah (laughs) no that's how we roll man uh but you just self-produced the special right i made a special with uh don't tell comedy fuck yeah yeah man we just put it out for free on youtube check it out that's the that's the route now man i swear to god oh i am a hundred percent like I don't know why anybody. The internet, the internet. I Unless mean, you're getting one of the big streamers, Netflix or HBO. Yep. Other I than feel that. like the YouTube. Yeah, it's no. crazy. It really and it's really hard to like accept because like there was a couple options on the table, and I was just like, I just don't think anybody will see it if it's here. It'll look better. Yeah, it'll look better, but you, 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 in order to like for a special to take off like on Amazon Prime, like you you almost you have to be like a Russell Peters, a Jim Gaffigan. Yeah, if you're just coming up, it's just gonna get buried. Buried, buried. There's too much shit out there. There's too much, and I like, and I really, I did a thing where I like really watched it, and I was like, I'm proud of this thing. I really think it's a good special. We made this. We made this to go on a streamer. We thought this was going to go on a streamer. It can go on a streamer. But the more I watch it, the more I'm like, I'm genuinely proud of this special. I think it's really good, and I want people to see it. And that's my only goal with it is just to have people see it. And I was like, then it's YouTube. And if it goes to a streamer, you just kind of can't put it on YouTube for like two to five years or something. Yeah, and it's just like, it's just like nobody's gonna share a Prime link. In no. my mind, nobody's gonna share it. No, no. It, it looks good again. Once you said that, I realized that it has never happened in <laughs> history yeah. for a good product. The right. shower head's unreal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not, no, never. Nobody's. I've never Check seen out Russell happen. Peters. No, it's the boys is the only thing I've seen shared. I'm, I'm You're right. Playing. That's it. The boys. Boys. You watch the boys. It's so good. So good. So good. 
so good. It was so dark. I was not expecting that. I thought it was going to be like a comedy. I mm. thought it was like going to be like the Umbrella Academy. Yeah, which I loved. It's so that's so good. And then the boys is like the Umbrella Academy meets cocaine and uh, rehab and and so bloody. Sex and not, it's like murder. You're like, what is happening here? It's awesome. It's amazing. It's what it would really be like. Yes. I, I, that's like part of what makes it so great is you're like oh yeah this is this what is it, what it would this be. is what would happen if we had superheroes a PR campaign for a cokehead murderer <laughs> yeah it's amazing it's so good I love that show but that's the only prime thing that anybody I think anybody really takes in yeah I can't think of another one does is that new Michael B Jordan movie Maisel Maisel I don't Maisel. know that one oh Mad okay yeah 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 I know that yeah, man I haven't watched it yet though <laughs> I know it's good I do know that. It's the one that everybody, uh, every like, everybody's always like, "Are you on? You look like you're on," because it's just a lot of Jews on it. So everybody's always like, "Yeah, you, you've auditioned," and I'm like, "I'm never auditioned <laughs> for it. I would love to be on it." <laughs> everybody just, and they're always like, "I don't know why I think it's like because I'm Jewish." You just see Jewish, and you. I like, found out I was Jewish in recent years. Really? Yeah. I'm hang on. I gotta think Welcome. this through. So Sep- well. Sephardic. I'm the brown Jew, baby. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My uncle took a DNA test, and it was up in us. And I always got that my whole life. And so, when did you? So he took a DNA test, and it, then there was just like a little bit of there was Judaism is in our blood, hidden I, in there. Yeah, we thought we're well, we're Mexican. It's half Mexican, Spanish, English. So you know they'd have been diddling around the whole time, and uh, somebody. <laughs> Somebody's, <laughs> I was going to say some crazy shit. Somebody sucked some Jew dick late back in my lineage and got it all up in them. And oh, yeah, you hear scary. that Hollywood? Let me in, motherfucker. No, I'm just kidding. It doesn't get you anywhere. No, it doesn't. <laughs> I'll tell you right now. <laughs> Nothing gets you anywhere. You. <laughs> There's one thing I can tell you. It's as soon a, as I said that, I was like, it doesn't matter. No, it, it doesn't, doesn't matter doesn't, at all. It's, it's confusing to them. Yeah. Because they're like, yeah, but you're still white. And I'm like, most, yeah, well, it's. I got it matters my whole who you life. Ask. Yeah. Though, because I well, I worked I worked at Trader Joe's in West Hollywood near Beverly Hills, and always just like yeah, yeah. And I was like, no, no, <laughs> I'm Episcopalian. I'm a Christian. Yeah. Not that I paid attention. But do you feel like now are you like interested in the faith at all? Yes, which is weird because my whole life I didn't give two shits about it, and now as it as an adult, it took me 36 years to figure. Oh, maybe I'll go to church and actually listen to what they have to say. I know. It's happening to me too. I'm starting to I'm starting to descend. It's good stuff. And then coming in as an adult, you're like, oh, I like I, what I was saying on previous episodes. Like, oh, I love eighty five percent of that. That's gold. I'll yeah. take that. Mm-hmm. Oh, this, ugh, this yeah, a little this bit weird. old old ways. <laughs> Rules. Just, what are we doing? Just let people do what they do. I can't eat what? Yeah, no. But it's like yeah. you get it. Also, like you know, as life smacks you around a little bit you know you kind of have these moments you gotta keep like, the faith yeah you're like hey, you know what <laughs> kind of helps to think faith. someone's up there watching out you gotta <laughs> have some love yeah, and hope yeah. in your heart it gets a little dark out there i know as everybody's a, dying as a kid you're like why is my mom so into this and then the older you get you're like, like oh yeah. yo no, oh you yeah. had me For sure you had me yeah you needed and you had to go yeah you needed somebody to tell you you this got the like, antichrist you gotta go to christ i am not i just like firecrackers and fun you know, but not anymore. I feel like no, I you've do. so settled down. I, know I mean, I settled down for sure, but there's definitely firecrackers in that closet. Really? <laughs> <laughs> you keep some of your vices. You you gotta have some fun. But I feel like you're because I feel like you and I have had very opposite paths. Where I feel like I'm getting progressively like 
like more rebellious as I get older and you're getting less. We started at a very different place because I've never rebelled my entire life. I've always been very like... I just don't like being told what to do. I guess it's a just a basically a, I don't want to obey anyone, whether it's <laughs> cops or medical or my mother. You know, I'm just like, get the fuck off me. I do what I want to do. You don't touch this. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's uh, I guess it comes from my father. Get that. He was rebellious. Oh yeah, you know we all were. Yeah. See, I've come from a long line of very well behaving, jollices. Hmm. We're well behaved group. We follow. We listen to instructions very well. My dad was arrested and made the newspaper in like the '60s, <laughs> and then I was arrested and made the newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> In the 2000s, so, wow. you know. Yeah, my grandfather was a politician. One mm. of my grandfathers was a politician. The other one was a soldier. A fucking politician. Wow, that's crazy. Isn't that wild? No yeah. One, no wonder you're always trying to do good. And do, you just, I met you and I was like, that's a good man. You know, that I, guy's <laughs> doing the, do the, he's going to do the right thing. I do, I, I do have a very natural moral compass, which is weird and something that I don't fully get why I got. But I just like, yeah, I have that, but then I just kind of look away from it every now and then. Well, but then it doesn't sound like you really. I mean, that doesn't seem like it's. It doesn't sound like that's. If we were to be honest, it sounds as if that isn't really there. <laughs> I go ah. The, the point of the moral compass is you're always listening to it. You follow the compass. No. You can't, you can't. That's from Monday through Friday, weekends. Oh, it's a, it's a, he's on his own. No, yeah, yeah, it's a battle. You just gotta. Can you work clean? Yeah, probably. And you'll follow those instructions. Because this is something that annoys me when comics say that. Every now and then I'll talk to comics and they're like, I do whatever I want. And I'm like, oh, yeah, no. but you've done two million shows where you haven't done whatever you wanted and you followed the rules. Like, I, yeah. I hate that. I hate when comics <laughs> say stuff like we don't follow rules. I'm like, yeah, you do. You've done college gigs. You know what you're supposed to do at certain shows and you follow it. I, I, uh, I've only done one corporate gig. They told me what to do not to say and then i didn't listen and then i ha i haven't done the corporate <laughs> gig since <laughs> i haven't done any colleges and you never done college no i would love to you they won't let me in i don't know why you do so well colleges it's hard pussies. it's a, it's it's the market you can't call the college kids pussies no you can't you gotta be very nice to the college kids I used to pussies. <laughs> I'll go there and I'll say that and i'll record it and I'll put it on youtube and be the best thing that happened to me because i'm not i'm going to say it I'm going to say it. <laughs> you, I just, I know you just said what you said, but I was like, no. But the thing is, I can work clean, mm -hmm. and it's not. In that instance, it's not. I don't think it's rebelling. It's, it's almost like nerves. It's like, don't do this, and then you do that thing. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? I've done that so many times. I'm like, you said, don't do this. Why did you launch into that first? Yeah, the very thing you said, avoid. <laughs> and I don't know if that's self sabotage or a problem with authority, but there's times where I did not want to do that. I said, don't do that. And then it happens anyways. And then I'm like, why did you do this? Why did you, so I open for so Michael Yo, you know? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's not clean, but he's a family guy, family comic. And right. then he had me opening for him. Sometimes just two man show called open 30. And I'm just like, dude, I'm talking about tucking my dick in, you know? <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I learned to say the same jokes in different ways. That's all it is. Yeah. Like, I never, 
I've had the bigger issue I've had because I've opened for a lot of people and I've opened for a lot of like cleaners. So I, like I'll do it because I'm because I just naturally I'm a clean dude. Like I never had to think about being clean. It was like literally the first time somebody was like, "Can you do clean?" I was like, "Yeah," and I did it. And I was like, "Well, easy, nothing to me." The problem is when they're like, "Don't talk about politics." Don't talk like sometimes you get those rules and that I like that one I got in the bag. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That one really fucks me. No problem. That one will fuck me real hard. If you can't talk about <laughs> politics, I'm like, ugh. It's like I basically have to cut every one of my jokes in half. Fart politics. Yeah, man. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I haven't done the damn colleges. That's how I started. I started in the colleges. That wow. was like my first time. That was like first time I made money. I had like a college agent. It was like my first agent ever. I know. I always heard of that. I took that fucking class at Flappers as a young pup. I didn't know any better. <laughs> breaking into colleges. I didn't even. I was breaking into open mics. I had no business in that <laughs> yeah, class. Yeah, yeah. It took my money though. It took my money <laughs> though. They sure did. And I was like, I was as as I was learning the information, I realized like, oh, this is good information. I talk shit. That it was good information. Yeah. I just was nowhere near ready for it. Yes, it was good information. Four years later. Yes, I think the the first there should be like prerequisite to that class. It's like, hey, can you do? Do you have twenty minutes? Yeah, minimum, minimum, minimum I of got clean three. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> let me in. I'm starving. But I will say, I'd probably only done twenty five thirty before I did my first college, where I did like an hour. Yeah, that's and I just scary. Wing, I just winged it. Oh yeah, just literally wrote down every idea I'd ever had, and just put them on a list, and was like. I'm still scared of the hour. If I'm, we get to the end of this list, we're in big trouble. <laughs> we're in big trouble. It's such a long time up there. It's so long. It's so long. It's so long. <laughs> At 30 minutes, I'm like, oh, I'm done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why do I have to keep going? <laughs> Nobody wants this. I know. I, I, now I love an hour. Now I'm like, now I love it. But ugh, back in the day, I remember I, remember I would watch the clock. Yeah. Like it How was, long have you been at it? I've been at it 10 years. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Some people get hit things earlier. Like I knew people that just weren't afraid of long sets. And I and I'm like earlier on if they could get them, you know. I'm mm-hmm. like, what what what? 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 <laughs> I just got terrified. I lucked my <laughs> way. Crazy. I lucked my way into this college agent and I was like, you know, she was like cuz I'd opened for a friend at a college, done 20 minutes. For whatever reason at this college, this woman loved us. And so she was like she was like she she requested us both back. She requested me along with him to come back. And so the college agent called me. She's like, she's like, hey, do you have a clean uh, hour? And I was like, yeah. Yeah. And then she's like, great. Do you want to work with me? And yeah. that was it. And she never saw my act one time. And then like two, like probably like a month later, that I had my first terrifying. college gig. Yeah. Colorado School of Mines was the name of the school. School of Mimes? Mines. Mines. Makes le- but as as it's nonsensical. Neither, as nonsense. neither. They both <laughs> get a better name. Either way. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's a big clear. There's no School of Mines. Yeah. I'm like I don't even know why I clarified it for you. It's like Yeah, it's silly. It was a silly school. We're thinkers. And I remember showing up and everybody was like, Oh, every college gig, like nobody even comes. Like it's like, you know, you just do it. So I was like, all right. And I show up and it was like a full, <laughs> full theater. It was like probably like 150 You're bringing kids. back so many memories for me right now. I, uh, don't forget, I did a military one. Uh, no, I'm just going to, because I want you to finish your story. Oh, no. Well, no, I just showed up and I remember being like, here we go. And I just, there was a clock to the left and I just started talking. And what I, 
the way I did it was I had my last 15. So I was like, I just got to get to 45 minutes. And then I can at least, because I was like, let me just close somewhat strong and open somewhat strong. That's it. It's the truth. Yeah. That's and all. Yeah. I come in hot and hot. Yep. That middle area. That middle area. About that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was my mind. I was like, let's just get through it. And then I did. And I got through it. And I remember being like, all right. And then we just kept doing it from there. Just kept doing college gigs. Yeah. I, the, I, you know what you said that uh, I realized is anyone who's I starts off with longer sets earlier isn't afraid of it. Like people who came up in San Diego that were thrown 30 a year in because they were funny. I, they're they're not scared of time and i'm like i came up in la where you're lucky to get seven i know eight years in you know it's <laughs> i don't want to say that but it's true it's true so i never had long sets that's why i did my special six parts because it's 10 minutes it's six 10 minute sets yeah because i was like as much as i love my hour that's actually what i know best yeah six 10 minute sets yeah i do 10 minute sets like the back of my I can, yeah 10 minutes perfect you know i was like tens i got i was like i could do a I, like i was really each one as a title and like i hold to that theme the entire way it's structured beautifully and i remember putting together the hour when i was thinking about doing the special and i was like as an hour there's some clear just like you gotta do that like anyway yeah so you know Bacon so, also. So I'm half Mexican. What else? Those horrible transitions. How many? What else? Yeah, that's know. the worst transition. I do uh, it all the time. Uh, what else, guys? I know. Well, I, I'm Mexican. My my bullshit line is I go is is I I hate when I do it, but I do it all the time. Where I'm like, I probably shouldn't do this next one. I'll do a lot of stuff yeah. like that, and I'm always like in my head, I'm like. You knew you were gonna do yeah, it. Yeah, I'm gonna what do it. What are you doing? It's just a lie. I'll do that too. But I was, I, I say like I was gonna do it anyways. Yeah, I let them know. Oh, that's good. <laughs> See, you got that cool. You got, you got that deeper thing you can slide into when you do comedy. Deepness. You go over here, but then you go on the oh, other side again. I just turned into a muppet right before. <laughs> you didn't know I could do that, did you? <laughs> <laughs> When I do act, when I do acting, no wonder I don't book anything. When I do acting, <laughs> I I turn into a muppet. I get real nervous and I growl a lot. Really? Yeah, it's hilarious, but it's you know may not cause for every scene. <laughs> I feel like you. I feel like you'd kill it on acting. I, if it's this character, yes. Yeah, if it's this character. If it's this character, I'll slam dunk. What's up, Hollywood? <laughs> but if it's anything else, I'll stay on this microphone in my living room. <laughs> <laughs> living room yeah, it's, yeah like, this guy this guy no uh, i called the bathroom the wet room yesterday because i was about to take a shower and i was just quick you know i was like i was about to go in the wet room my girl was like what did you say so bathroom i said bathroom <laughs> you said wet room what are you gonna do have you got have you been with her the whole this whole pandemic mm-hmm have you guys almost killed each other? Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. My fiance and I. It's tough, it's man. It's crazy. Well, when we moved here, uh, yeah, she's the best. I couldn't. It just worked out, you know. Like you, you get quarantine, you almost kill each other. Mm-hmm. You do about five years of relationship in about three to five months, mm-hmm. and then it's like your soulmates. It's at the end. Yeah, I'm engaged now. Yeah, because yeah. of this pandemic. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can only go through a yeah. year locked in a room with somebody. It's like, all right, we're either yeah. gonna be engaged or break up. But yeah, I gave her a rock, just like a pebble I found, and I was like, that's all you get. <laughs> that's it. How long you been together? Oh Jesus, I don't even know. Uh, we met like 
two years ago. And then uh, we were dating a while, and then, you know, the pandemic hit, and then that's when... Kicked up. It kicked up. I and love then, that. Yeah. I like comics and relationships. I think it's a very important thing. And then we almost murdered each other, and now we're yeah. almost married. Yeah, we've almost murdered each other a couple of times. Yeah. We had some real... Because my, my fiancé is, like, very... Was very scared of COVID. Out of the gates. Yeah. I was pretty scared of COVID. I wasn't scared at all. And I thought it was I mean, nothing's bullshit. more on brand for you. <laughs> and I was talking all this shit on the internet. I was like, you guys are a bunch of fucking pussies out there. Uh, and then, uh, you know, and then the world shut down. And I was like, oh, man, I guess. All right. Whatever. <laughs> no, but I did. I did the lockdown. I, I shut it down. We yeah. didn't fucking go anywhere. I know. And then, you know, just studio apartment in Hollywood. You get aggro. She's like, what's wrong? I was like, I don't have anything. You know, I, I know. don't have dodgeball. I don't have stand-up. I know. Dodgeball? Yeah. You play a lot of dodgeball? I love dodgeball. <laughs> that's how my that's how we met, my fiance and I. We met dodgeball? playing dodgeball. Are yeah. you fucking shitting me? I'm not. That's <laughs> serious. <laughs> I know. This guy. That's phenomenal. I that's, know. Yeah, dodgeball, I'm not even joking. It's I love it. I love it. Almost maybe as much as stand-up. It's great. I'm addicted. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Have you watched the um the trampoline like on ESPN yeah. stuff. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. A lot of those guys are my buddies. Really? Vince Marchbanks and yeah, they 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 they're Why don't insane. You, are you good enough to play at that level? Um yes, but those guys are for sure better than me. Okay. Those guys I am extremely good. And then these guys play and you're like, Oh, okay. But you got Michael Jordan of Dodgeball. What the fuck? Yeah, but you gotta be like I, if right now I'm if I was your agent, I'd be like, we got to make you the Joe Rogan of dodgeball. Get you on the mic. It's going to blow up. It's the most entertaining sport it's ever. It really is. There's this movie that everybody knows that's yeah. like about competitive dodgeball, which everybody watched. So it's like popular. When you watch them on the trampoline, it's... Trampoline's insane. Phenomenal. I That's to me is like, okay, you guys... You know, I'd rather play indoors on a basketball court. Oh, interesting. Uh, because not that that's not a valid form of dodgeball, but like the real dodgeball takes form in the, you know, on, on flat surface. Not let's make them do double backflips, which is badass <laughs> and the craziest shit you've ever seen in your life. Crazy. Um, and it's fun, but like, I just want to play like traditional dodgeball. Call me a purist, <laughs> <laughs> but there's so many different forms and balls. There's foam and then there's rubber and yeah, then there's yeah. these big ones called elite. And I actually don't like elite because you just break too many fingers and noses and shit. And that's, it's true. It's just too big of a ball. And the, yeah. the guys are too big. There's six foot six athletes, ex ball players throwing a ball this big at your face. Yep. 75 miles yeah your nose breaks yeah no a couple times yeah I was, I was playing with people and it was like you know just every now and then you'd see something you'd be like oh that guy's a cannon this thing is coming at me so yeah. hard they He's... clocked somebody i forgot i said it in past episodes it was like 82 or something wow it, uh the fastest guy throwing dodgeball they just and this was just fucking around at a con like an you know a tournament hey let's see who could throw the hardest and they yeah. just had the gun and it was like eight, the, a guy there. There's probably another guy. Ugh. It's insane. It's insane. I probably throw like 60, 65, which That's is not bad. It, no, that, I, I don't even know, but it's these guys are next level. I'm pretty goddamn good. Because 60 isn't bad for a baseball. I got a, I got a, a, a medium cannon. Got these a guys cannon got there. extra large. I have no cannon. Super deluxe. I have zero cannon. But that's the but thing I'm with a good dodgeball. ducker. But you could be smart. Mm hmm. 
there's so many people with terrible arms that still are so good because of the timing they're mm -hmm. smart they're like generals are like okay he's looking left i'm gonna throw right at his heel and yep. then they fucking snipe you and you're like oh i know well that's all and my only move is throw low because i don't have the strength yeah so i'm not gonna blast you if i if it's up here you're gonna catch it probably particularly these like guys who have great hands i fucking catch everything dude i love it i love getting one of those a players to throw as hard as they can at me i mean they get me a lot but every now and then i'll go <laughs> I got ah, it's and so it's exciting. my drug. I'm just like ah, oh, this. Oh, is a best. catch, the catch, the way that flips a game. Come on. Oh, the the one of the best moments of my life wasn't killing on stage. The the guy with the hand cannon threw it at my face, and I caught it on my face, and it was the <laughs> most badass I've ever felt in my life. I was just like ah, oh. because you know usually yeah. people cry and they go out. I'm like I'm just like I fucking bit that ball. It's I'm great. in, bitch. You're out. <laughs> Do it again. It feels so good. It's so fun. Man, I want to play dodgeball. Play it's dodgeball coming back, finally. I feel like I'll get hurt. Yeah. I'm yeah. officially getting to that that point. Where I've I'm, been, I'm I've, afraid of getting hurt. I've, uh, you know, bent fingers back. I've probably broken stuff, but I don't go to the doctor, and I just limp for about three to six months. Oh, you know, that's going to upset. You just know that's. He'd see me at work. Ah, ah. I was like, go home. Like, I don't want to. I don't want to go to the doctor because I don't have insurance. You don't have insurance? Oh, bro, this is. This is I'm on God's time. This is God's. This is God's world. This is, this is my life. This is bro, all what? I do. All I do is sit backstage at, at comedy clubs and yell at comics to get what health insurance. What are you insurance. gonna do? If this I is all I do. This is, this is my entire life What's, in comedy is me being like, please, we cannot keep losing comics. We need you guys. To... I'm built like a Buick, You're baby. Not... <laughs> you just said you can barely walk. No, that was when I broke my ankle at dodgeball or whatever. Foot. Or... You don't even know. <laughs> Something popped. <laughs> you did, what's the doctor going to do? He's going to put a little ace bandage i got the ace bandage <laughs> put a little cbd on it you'll be good you'll be good I'll tell you something so i pulled my hamstrings i so i've i had sprayed my ankles probably 500 times when i used to play basketball spray my ankles it was like a it was like a part of the game for me it was like when am i gonna inevitably twist an ankle uh because i was little and i jump up just with the big guys i just wasn't afraid and so i just hurt myself constantly and then i pulled my hamstrings a couple years ago uh filming something and I went to uh, a physical. I was like, I read online what to do, like a you. Mm -hmm. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, you just stretch it out, you know. And I went in, and it was like probably a couple weeks went by, and I, the choreographer for Crazy Ex Girlfriend, was like, hey man, uh, you need to go see a physical therapist. And I was like, nah, I'm fine. She was like, go see a physical therapist. I'll pay for your first one. Just go. And I go, and the lady was like, was like, have you ever heard anything else before? And I was like, my ankle. She's like, how many times? I was like, a hundred times. She's like, well, that's because you didn't go to a physical therapist. Because mm. that, that's what happens. And I was like, well, I, I, and I hear you. I was like, but my leg is good. And she literally just pushed right here. And you went. And I screamed. <laughs> and she was like, so you're not good. Yeah. And you'll just keep hurting yourself if you don't let us help you. Yeah. We got that insurance. I got, I got a, I got a guy at a parking lot. <laughs> you, you can get insurance. <laughs> get it, health insurance. I will. All right. What are you, my therapist? Oh, this is important. Get insurance. You pay for a therapist. That could be paid. Well, for that's my brain. <laughs> the brain needs help. My body's but fine. That, that's a part of a health insurance. They could cover that for you. World War Two. 
great. We're near a little small mom and pop airport, so you see all sorts of cool, mom fun. Mom and plane. pop airport. <laughs> That's what I call it. What they call it. <laughs> a little Just one. A little. Bunch of people can't wait, you know, it's, it's <laughs> yeah. You want place. some strawberries on <laughs> your <laughs> plane ride? <laughs> I got some preserves. Right, we're trying. <laughs> <laughs> we used to be at a big airport, but we retired. <laughs> but we just do it for fun now. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Mom and pop. Get a good airport. I will. You're right. I still won't go, though. That's like at least yes. I was talking to a comic the other day, yelling about this very thing. I will, I will save this community. It's like I've got to save. I can't keep losing friends. And uh, and somebody was like, was like, man, I don't need that. Like my body's good. And I was like, are you good enough to survive a car accident? Because that's what'll do it. And he was like, <laughs> he goes, he goes, he goes. I already had a car accident. I was like, how'd it go? And he's like, I'm one hundred fifty thousand dollars in debt. I was like. This is the exact <laughs> issue. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. Well, you know what? You just file bankruptcy and start over. <laughs> Clean slate. No. <laughs> Good luck. I don't own anything. That's. But what you, you want get? to someday. You're going to. Yeah. And you, then the way, I'll, I'll I mean, get an LLC. At, let me tell you something. Come at me. Everybody, that ain't my money. That's my company's money. <laughs> you're on a rocket ship right now. You're on a rocket ship. You're about to take off, bro. Yeah, I know. I get some insurance. I got I got I want to put some money in my mouth. I want some some gold teeth. No. <laughs> <laughs> I got some shit, some teeth, you know. My crown fell off and I just kind of been rocking a half tooth this whole pandemic, you know. <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. Where? Can I see it? You don't want to show it. It's backing in the middle. Right. There's a lot of metal in my mouth. I want to get all that poisonous metal out and put some nice porcelain some or silver, the mercury. I don't want the poor man's filling. I'm leveling up. <laughs> I'm leveling up. You can do that. I got an oak dresser I'm giving my mama. That's how I roll. I chipped a tooth a couple of years ago. Very upsetting experience. Yeah. Real, real humbling. You really feel your age. Yeah, how'd you do that? I was biting my nails. Oh, you dirty <laughs> dog. <laughs> Literally sitting on the couch next to my girlfriend, just like, oh my God. Yeah, just you're like, chewing on it. Yeah, man. Yeah, no, but... I swallowed half a tooth, but a guy punched me and I <laughs> and knocked part the inner half of. What'd you do to get punched? Oh, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I had it coming. Uh, How many times you been punched in your life? I don't know, sir. I mean, not a ton. <laughs> but, you know, sir. maybe uh, six, eight, ten, twelve. I don't. Usually drunk. S- such a big amount. Yeah, you know, I've been beat up a few times. So crazy. Yeah. I can't imagine being like you. You just such because I just know you as this. You like, know the sober comic, Craig. You didn't I know do. the wild. I didn't. I don't know the the wild. The wild uh, alcoholic didn't have comedy yet, Craig. Yeah, that's what it was. I was chase, chasing the adrenaline. Because you like, did not have you're, yet. You're one of my favorite people to see out. Like you're so fun to talk to. You're such a good you, bud, good yeah. person. Like. It's so crazy to think of you getting punched <laughs> regularly, consistently. It sounds as if it's a regular ah, part. over a few years, you know, but they add up. <laughs> <laughs> I just like to have too much fun. And, you know, I'm a, a rambunctious little knucklehead. It's never malicious, but it's like, right. let's let's start some shit. But fun shit. I don't like violence. I don't like getting my tooth knocked down. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know. 
You just gotta, you just gotta say yes and what's the next? <laughs> you had those improv skills. Yeah, I had them way back then. Wow, I never done that, but yes, <laughs> I'll try that interesting shady substance from a stranger I've never met before. I've only been punched one time, and it was random. It was just a, I just got, it was a the knockout game in New York City. Do you know what the knockout game is? They wouldn't know what I'm talking about. Just it's like a game. It's like a gang initiation slash like just like a thing. You know, riffraff do, where it's like you have to knock down a stranger in one punch. And, and you're just walking. I was by? just literally walking down the street, and all of a sudden, it Damn. was like I just like it felt like I blinked, and then I was stumbling. Yeah, sucker punches are the worst. It was such a bummer. It hurts so much, and yeah. it, and they I was wearing headphones that hooked around my ear. They hit me right behind the ear, so I had to like go to the hospital and get like all these. Sti- I had to get three stitches behind my ear, which is not a comfortable Who stitch to soccer? get. I mean, you're in a gang. Go fight another gang member. I know. We're not in gangs. That's like <laughs> the one thing the wire told me. It was like it's all if you're in the game, you're in the game. We don't touch people outside the game. I was like, I wasn't in the game. He's not in the game. Look at him. He's not in the game. I was just living my life. God, very clearly not a part of the game. I've ver- been very fortunate to dodge all like gangs and uh, I think I told the story, but I was pocket checked in, in the hood. Uh, what does that mean? They, they check your pockets and rob you by some gangsters. Oh. Pocket check. You never, no? No. Never been robbed before <laughs> this guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we were in high school and we were shit faced and we we're roaming the streets in a bad neighborhood late at night as dumb high school kids do. And then we found a TV and we picked it up because we we're going to go smash it. And then when we did that, like these essays came up and they're like, what's up? You know, like because we were just all these knuckleheads carrying the TV. And then they started like checking, pocket checking us and robbing us. But then one of the so full, they just start touching your pockets. They're they not. just like give us your shit, and we were obviously we're gonna try to fight them. And then one of them, they're like, "Where'd you get that TV?" And then we we're just like, "Found it on the street. We're gonna smash it." And we're all hammered. And then like one of them were like, "Man, leave these fools alone." And then we just walked off, and that was it. <laughs> and they let us keep our six bucks because we we didn't have any money. We have eight bucks collectively. So you got it, you got pity from the robbers. Yeah. <laughs> the robbers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or did they or or is there or is there a part of them I think they saw young, you know, they saw I sort think, of the young themselves. Yeah, they I think like, they're like they're just smashing TV yeah, shit on. face. They're like, "Hey, we're, we were once like this. <laughs> we graduated." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now we robbing fools. Um, yeah. Yeah, it just worked out. It's always worked out. Um I mean yeah. You did get punched a lot, but yes. Yeah, that didn't work out, though. <laughs> <Yeah. nice. laughs> to, to be clear, it does seem as if it didn't always All work you got to, you know, you're always bringing up old shit, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get over it. I can't get over how many times you've been punched. No, it's it's just uh, 99.9% of it was alcohol-related. Yeah. When as soon as that stopped, it stopped. It was like, oh. Yeah. It's great. The, yeah. See, I have a problem where alcohol makes me better. Like I'm a <laughs> I better, will have to better person, very sweet. I don't know. No, it's it I'm a hundred I'm I work better. I like am sweeter. I'm so are you a raising alcoholic then? So I've I literally have to work on it because I'm like the only reason because I'm like I could I, I would it's like a so during the pandemic, because always it was like I would drink 
but I'm doing stand-up always. Yeah, I've never seen you hammered. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I don't like getting hammered. I just like getting. I just like having a couple drinks. You're a normal person. But How then, do do that? but then during the pandemic, when I had nothing to do, then, and, yeah, I was like, particularly because remember, out of the gates, it was like two weeks. Then it was like ah, another two weeks. Remember when I thought that was true? Yeah, yeah. Remember when we all thought <laughs> oh. it was just a couple? Of... I was like, oh yeah, I'd still have that spot in Long Beach. Yeah. yeah. No. Oh, I know. I'm saying I'm like pick. I'm still oh. like talking about dates with people. Yeah. And like, yeah, they were like, well, we're just gonna do it like late. We're just moving it to like early April. And I was like, okay, yeah, we'll be fine. Um. So early on, it was like, all right. So I'll take a couple weeks to like drink. I'm I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. I'm being a good person. And then it was like another two weeks. And then like after a couple months, I was like. I'm just drinking every night. I mean, I'm just now an alcoholic on paper. This is just an alcoholic. So I had to stop. And then I started doing weed for the first yeah, time Yeah, well, weed's, weed's the savior. I, I, To be honest, I wish I started it sooner. I don't think I would have gone as nuts in that studio apartment because that was, you know, in the beginning, I don't like you literally just talked about it. And I just, I get like, I'm like, oh, like, what was that? It was so dark. What was that existence of... It you, was you didn't know you didn't yeah. acclimate to the fucking situation yet. You just didn't. You, none of us knew anything. It's, how dangerous it was. What? Yeah, and you just realize also how much like how much stand up means at least to me. And I yeah, for no, you, like how much it meant to me. Like, I finally found it. Yeah, I found, I found the, the thing, thing I love. Yeah, I was like, I'm so happy doing the thing. I love my job. I love it. And. I mean, I was doing Zoom shows. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, just... And, and by the way, and I didn't just start doing Zoom shows. I started perfecting Zoom shows. You started producing Zoom shows. I mean, I, <laughs> I, mean, I early on did a bit where I fought myself in the background. And then, like, now I just, like, put out a clip of me, like, yeah. my new Zoom bit. I mean, I embraced Zoom so hard because I was like, I'm, I'm going to kill... I literally I'm was like... a Zoom comic. I was like, I'm gonna do whatever. I was like, I just need to do something. I'm gonna, I'm gonna lose my fucking mind. I'm so bad at the internet. I can't do the internet. I hated all of them. I said yes to all of them. <laughs> I did hundreds of them. Yeah. Good for you. I think I enjoyed two. No, I. Well, I got lucky. My buddy Zane Helberg. He, uh, he. We do a lot for rehab centers. Perform for rehabs. Oh, that's facilities. Great. I forgot the name of his company. He's gonna kill me. Hang on laugh in i don't know it's on an old episode help me out producer man <laughs> and then uh but we would rec uh perform to rehabs and that was to me okay and better than the others because it, when it's 800 people or 80 people on 80 different little screens there's too many heckles too much shit going on but if it's a in-house rehab facility and it's a living room of 14 guys kicking shit that shit's uh, awesome, and I would actually enjoy those a lot. Ooh, that and then you're fun. being of service; you're doing a good thing. Yeah, that but helps. You, it's like, am I helping them? I'm helping myself to not, to not go be them again. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> sorry guys, uh, you know you're junkies. <laughs> so was I. So am I. I got the bug. What was it called? Laugh to live. Laugh to live. Laugh That's to right. Live. Laugh to live foundation. It's a nonprofit. Uh, we're trying to blow that shit up, or he is. I just perform on it a lot, and we go to rehabs and perform for the little junkies. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say that, but it's just fun, you know. You could say that if you, if you, you know. You're allowed to say it. I I'm can't allowed say to say it. it. I, I can't say that. I was, I was in there with you. I'm, I wasn't. I cannot. I cannot. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, it's just fun. Just know my... It sounds brutal, but it's like, it's what we were. Let's be honest. I think it's beautiful. You're I think still it's in your great... mama's car to go cop narcotics in the hood. Yeah, yeah, you made the label. <laughs> but it's also cool. I mean, you. I think it's made you such a fuller person because yeah. now you've grown and you know, like... Yeah, it's you know? true, you know. Uh, Minus the punches, I feel like it's no, like... No, every man needs to be knocked out. Well, that was a bad knockout. <laughs> But it's just, for me anyways, it's like, oh, I should shut my mouth <laughs> sometimes, you know? Yeah. Who was it who used to have a joke about that? Where they were like, they're like, sometimes you need to be punched in the face. Bill Burr. It's yeah. a Bill Burr joke where he was like, yeah. he's like, he's like, yeah, you walk away. And you're like, later on, you're like, you probably shouldn't have said that. You know what? I got yeah. to think about it's it. It's true. And I was like. It's true. It humbles you. Yeah. I needed about four knockouts, unfortunately, before I go, oh, <laughs> first three, <laughs> it's me. First three, you were like, nah, what is happening? I keep getting caught up in these weird situations. Yeah. Right? Chokeouts don't count. <laughs> Have you been choked out? Yeah. <laughs> we had, well, all my stupid friends do jujitsu and fucking ninjutsu and they always get drunk and then try to fight me and I don't know that. And Physical I, drunks are... Yeah, so Scary. I just gouge eyes and, and you know, twist ears and bite and claw nut sacks, you know? I'm a survivor. <laughs> I'm a survivor. Sometimes you lose some friends along the way though, you know, they don't understand. <laughs> he tried to rip my nuts off. <laughs> you you choking me out. Yeah. I mean it is very unfair when a jujitsu guy starts doing that yeah, stuff. I know. You're like, I'm stop like, it. Oh yeah? Yeah, oh, yeah. like I can't. What's fight? the ninjutsu guy against against this knife? Ta-ta! <laughs> Never did that. Never did that. Maybe one time, but that's an, <laughs> another story. No, it's it's accident. We were stoned. I already I just told that one. I stabbed my buddy in the arm because we were high and I was cutting an orange and he scared me. And I went, Ah that one doesn't count. That doesn't count. Self defense. Genuine accident. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> That one's all right. I don't like that one. I just ramble and just confess shit. <laughs> That's good. It's good. You got to let it out. Can you believe we're in the same room as each other? I know. It's fantastic. Isn't it wild? It's good, man. I just realized I made you come in my bedroom to read the notes that I also have right there. If I... What do you mean? If I oh, can oh, oh, dream oh, it, oh, I can oh, have yeah. it. If I, I have on a post-it, if I can dream it, I can have it. Love that. And... I love and accept and forgive myself. It's good. I was like, just break and start crying. I think it's good. It is. You need those things. Yeah, you I was just telling go, you, I wear the necklace all the yeah. time. It says, what would you attempt to do if you knew you could not fail? Got to have your thing. You got to have them in your fucking face because mm -hmm. every second your brain's just like, come to the dark side. I've caught so many bad breaks yeah. in this industry and it's like. You just got to keep remembering. Like, you what laugh it off. What, 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 what are we here to do? We remember what we came here to do. That's all that matters. In the beginning, you just wanted to talk into a microphone mm -hmm. and make people laugh. And then you get stuff and you get attached to the stuff. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, but I didn't get that thing. Right. And I, you know, and and, uh, and then it just changes. You, it, you have to constantly check yourself to be grateful for what you got because if you don't you'll literally go insane and not appreciate any of the things you got and you got to remember where you came from yeah and i'll go one further which is you really have to and this is something like particularly young comics i'm like as quickly as you can get to this place and i was like it's not easy to celebrate your friends victories yes i was like it's hard it's a, i was like you think it's easy it's hard when one of your good friends is like i just got this thing and you're like over me 
Yeah, it's it's. I've talked about that before, but it's not even a. Because there's genuine people that you love and you want them to get all the things. And then they get it. And it's not a hate towards them. It's a self-hate. Like, mm-hmm. what's wrong with me? Right. Why can't I fucking get that shit? Yep. And that's what you have to check because you just get caught up in the rat race. Yep. That's bullshit together. And everyone gets shit at different times. Everybody gets shit at different time, And so much of my career has come from my friends yeah who jumped ahead of me reaching back for me and part of that but part of the reason they did that was because i didn't flip like i see so many people flip out at like their friends the second they start getting stuff and yeah that's crazy them. to me and i'm like it, and it's even that quiet resentment but like you feel that you know you feel like yeah. even with my little bit of success there's certain people who have been like "Ooh, i don't it's I not don't fun mess. being around you anymore. Like, yeah, you, you, it changes. Yeah, I feel like you're mad at me. I didn't do... I'm just trying. Yeah. All and, I did was try. And what's even insane is the amount of success, each different, but, uh, you know, just not, we, there's not a massive amount, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but to even say that, it's just like... Because even just getting to this stepping stone was nearly impossible. Yeah. And so difficult. And... uh and there's still a lot more to go. I know. It's so bananas. I feel weird talking about the business because, you know, I don't feel like I made it. But I guess technically I have in the sense that obviously I want to be, you know, I aspire to be as great as these fools like Burr and, and Mitch Hedberg and Nick Swartzen and shit. But we're on our way and we make money off of comedy, mm-hmm. which is insane. Wow. That's like, what is that, 10%, 5%? What do you mean? That make it to that. Oh, for sure. Like To, to make not... it as far as we have is so astronomical. The amount of things I've done where I'm like, oh, man. He's been on TV shows. I, it's like, He's done the TV shows. <laughs> I've done that stuff. But I've also, you know, but then other areas I really struggle with. Like social media has been the death of me. I like am not good at it. And well, you're not going to be with that attitude. <laughs> I, well, I've really had to turn my attitude. It's literally been a huge part of my career. They changed the game. It hurts now. It's like hard and it's even more homework, but it's still, we have to do we it. We have to do it. Yeah. And, but I put, I, and so like I struggle there. Like I have, you know, I did this other stuff and I thought I was getting really good at this. And all of a sudden everybody was like, how many followers do you have? And I was like, followers. We, like, we, that matters? Did that matters now? When how many damn TV shows have you been in? I know you were on I mean, like two seasons. Yeah. Of, well, Crazy Axe, I, I did like a, it was like three seasons basically yeah. worth of stuff. And then and then a bunch of other things that I've just like appeared in. And I was going like, to say, you've, you've guest starred in a gang of shit, right? I've done a lot. I've done, I'm good. I love acting. Like, yeah. Acting was my initial thing. Guy's got 14 TV credits, but he ain't got a fart video. I, but I really, but like, I don't have, his, I, I don't have that many, fo- I don't, I didn't do the followers thing until very recently. I was like, oh shit. Is fucked it, up. Isn't it annoying how many things you have to do? You're like, dude. All, well, back to, I just wanted to talk into a microphone, and now I got to yeah. book my flights. I got to hire this guy to make me flyers for my tour. It's yeah. good problems, but I'm just <laughs> like, I don't want to do anything. No, no, it's a lot of work. It's so much. I mean, booking flights, particularly when like. It's stressful. Oh, and when you open for someone, so they just send you, because when I open for people, they'll just send you like their thing, and they're like, just be around this, and you're like. Okay, how's, what's the cheapest way to be in this city? Yeah, but be close enough to them where nobody's mad at me. Yeah, but I'm not staying in that fucking hotel. Like, yeah, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, I'm not. Yeah, like, like he's staying here, and you're like, 
I'm not, but I'll be at the Motel Six down the street. But I'll be right down the street. Right you gotta be like, but, but you gotta yeah. always be like, well, right down the street. People don't understand the importance of uh, when opening for somebody. Like, you know, I've, everyone talks about this, but it's true. Like, you have to be. It's part of the hang. You know, you're alone on the road. You got to get coffee, joke, right? Mm-hmm. Do whatever. Yeah, and, you're making it bearable for them yeah, and for you. Yeah, really, for <laughs> yeah. both of you. Otherwise, you just alone you mm-hmm. know <laughs> and it's fucking yeah i know i can get it's it's wild out there but but booking your flights and stuff is is t- it's a lot it's a lot of work and then the social media thing was the one thing i and was like he, yeah and then i was like whoops whoopsie daisy whoopsie that's important now power to the people we're all sure i know i know it's crazy you have a million followers and not one credit and be better off than having 20 credits and like eight followers it's true it's fucking bananas. And it's you true. Could have been on HBO shows and shit. I literally. And he, I didn't even mean that. You were. Which one? No, no, no. Okay. I was just like, but well, was I? No. That's how many credits he has. He has to think. I, I was like, think. when I was mosh pit guy number Whoa, one. I mean, I've done a lot of those. <laughs> I've done a lot. Well, I'll tell you what I used to. Commercials are still like I make. That's like even yeah. right now I'm in a commercial. Fair, like, yeah. Oh yeah. I just saw one. Yeah. 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 And like I liked it on the Instagram. Yeah. yeah. You doing the you doing the thing? I still do the commercial. <laughs> yeah. Like, I know. I need. I done a couple, but I'm not in union. I got to get in that union. I'm close. I'm union eligible. Or I don't know how. Don't it join works. the union until you have to. That's all I heard. Because I never had to. Because once you're in, well, they'll tell you. Yeah. Like that. Like the day you get in, the day you have to join, they're they're not shy about it. Yeah, they're like, like. By the way, it was five grand. <laughs> it was literally that. I remember I booked a. It was like a Comcast commercial put me over the top. A Comcast commercial where all I did was I, uh, I was supposed to deliver mail and then bees attack me, and that was the entire part. <laughs> and I was it like, pays. It oh, fucking pays. It pays. And it, but it was union, and they were like, I'd done a bunch of stuff, and I got the call, and they were like, Hey, so you know, you can join. And I was like, like, I was like, no, I'm good. Thank you, though. Like, someday I'm so excited to join someday, you know, probably like when I book a series regular or whatever, like when it's and then they were like, no, 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 you have to or you can't show up to set tomorrow. So uh, we'll see you in the office. Yeah. So uh, bring your checkbook. (laughs) Yeah. Bring your checkbook. That's the closest I ever came to calling my parents for help. Nice. Was when SAG was the SAG dues. Well, yeah, that's a left gut punch. That was and a no one's what now? <laughs> three, How much now? Thirty five hundred dollars, right? Right this second. I was doing good. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> how about two? <laughs> and I remember it was like a thousand. They were like, "Well, you can give us a thousand dollars today, and then you have to give us like five hundred dollars for five months." And I was like, Whoa. "Yeah." I just, but I was still in my day. I was still a day job, so I was like, "Yeah, I, of I could course. pull it off." Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Fucking and then once job. you're in, and then once you're in, you're in. So, but non-unions, I used to, I flew to South Africa for a non-union commercial. They flew me to South Africa to do a, a non-union commercial once. Yeah, I was all up in that non-union shit. The thing is, is non-union pay. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. It, it, what I is mean, it like a quarter? What would you say? Less, huh? Way less, because the problem with un- non-union in particular is they'll pay you a flat fee, and then they'll just run that shit forever, and you're not seeing any part of that. Whereas, like with the commercial I'm in right now, it's like. Ev- being the union is very good and very important and i wish i wish all of i wish everything was union i do too i love the union but non-union stuff because it's just less competitive you can really like i used to book so many yeah it was great yeah it's i i wish everything was unionized and organized with health care and mental health dental health mm-hmm. optical all of it mm-hmm. paid time off you oh you you had a baby go be with your family of course 
Oh, is that so revolutionary? Sounds like just having a decent ounce of heart. <laughs> That's what all that sounds. Oh, no, no Nino for you. Get back to work. I know. Fucking bastards, man. It's horrible. It's not fair. It's not right. It no. ain't right. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah, it was, uh, what was your favorite non-union commercial you've done? Or union? I only, I, uh, I've only done like three, man. Uh, I like the University of Phoenix and Internet College. You did that, that was fun. Yeah. What'd you just, say? You just like a... dress up in 70s. No, I didn't even say shit. I was a 70s guy in a classroom. I wore bell bottoms. I looked like Shaggy from Scooby Doo. <laughs> and I had a striped shirt with like a, you know, like a leather jacket. It was just funny. But then I was in an Alzheimer's commercial. Oh, <laughs> this one. I was with Grace Lusk. Very funny comic. Moved to Vegas. She's doing theater out there. And, uh, she, Doing theater, or like shows, like cool comedy, like shows, shows. in a theater. Yeah. got it. I was, and uh, and and I was her uh, on-set boyfriend. You know, we're the grand, uh, the grandma's kids. You know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. And we went to shoot, and I got excited, and I just like twitched, and I spilt a glass of red wine on the white tablecloth <laughs> as they were about to start rolling, and they're like. <laughs> Oh, because you know how shooting oh, works, yeah. and this was like a time lapse shoot. Oh. It was like uh, the whole bit, the whole bit, the whole commercial was like uh, showing the grandma lose her memory in time lapse. And at the audition, how I got it, I remembered I said something like at the end where I made yeah, a joke. You buttoned it. I buttoned it, and I got a big laugh. I think I said like grandma's losing it, huh? And then it, <laughs> and then it fucking killed. And I was like, I can't believe I just did that. And then I got the part. It's so funny. And then I knocked red wine on their set, and I felt so bad. And they they handled it, and thank God they had like another tablecloth they had backup. Yeah, yeah. And they salvaged it, and, and it was it was bad though. It was like a like a how are we gonna make this work kind of moment. Yeah, yeah. No wonder I don't book. I've had those on every <laughs> single commercial I've worked on. The first one, I broke the table. I was mosh pit guy number one for a Microsoft Bing commercial. <laughs> so you, you, when you referenced mosh pit guy number one, you were. I was. That I was. It's not a joke. It was. Because <laughs> I remember thinking it was with such a specific character to Tyler. It comes from <laughs> truth. It was the first commercial I ever booked. And in the audition, they had you run and jump on a pad, you know, like a wrestler, like WWE style, ah, powerbomb. So I did that. So of course, I got the part. I jumped with no fear. I'm a big <laughs> roof guy. I've been jumping off roofs my whole life, you know. And then I get to the set, and I'm just thinking of the audition. Right. And they're like, all right, show us what you're going to do. And in the audition, I powerbombed the table. So the cameras aren't even rolling, and there's uh, these actors, and there's a wood table, and this is at a dive bar. It's dark, uh, Harvell's on in Santa Monica, of third or yeah, fourth. Yeah, yeah. And then I just power bomb the table. I break it off. The drinks fly. It goes everywhere. Everyone gets wet. And then once again, it was like a 
what are we gonna do moment <laughs> the the gaffers are laughing at me the light the camera guy no one can believe what i just did they're worried about me because i look like i'm injured you know i just broke a table and <laughs> this was insane. like a thick wood a <laughs> steel is, post drywall you, <laughs> the most sturdiest table you could imagine i swear on my fucking life do you know life. how many meetings happened when you left that <laughs> about that moment <laughs> what do we do what if he's injured do you know what, many, do we, what do we call the ambulance oh my god okay so listen we can never say those words now we know we can never say to an actor show us what you're going to do what we're going to always have to say like, like, they wrote I did a, the bit they're going to wrote a whole did. they're going to whole thing of like before now every actor they talk to they're like yeah. they're like now show us do not actually show us <laughs> what you're going to do mime it out yeah. mime it out and then I remember uh, I was apologizing they were scared I was injured and I was like oh I'm so sorry that's what I did, you know. They said, they, 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 and they're like, "Yeah, a, l a little less, a little <laughs> less." Uh, we're just gonna have you graze the table and fall down, you know. Don't jump, and because uh, I just went, I just ran and I just jumped and I landed on it and it just ripped off, and shit went everywhere, and uh, that's wild. Yeah, they must have been so mad. I. I just didn't know. I had also this is the same time I had poison oak all over my my balls and arms and and shin bones. So I was leaking just pus and blood. And they had me wearing a tank top. So I was long sleeves on the audition. So I was like, I don't want to let them course, know I look like a leper right now. You know? Yep, yep, yep. And then and then I book it and I was like, oh no. And the makeup lady, I had it everywhere because I took a hot bath and it goes in your system don't do that poison oak i was on a hike oh. with my drug dealers long story i already told that one <laughs> <laughs> and then so uh uh yeah so i'm just like trying to hide it and i just have like she's like putting makeup on and just had to throw the sponges away after me and i was like you got any ace bandages and i was like don't tell anybody i just want the part you know <laughs> so it was all this free food i know it's great i get so i get dyshydrosis eczema on this hand right here so when I get really stressed out, this only right here blows up like these little bumps, pussy like bumps come up, completely stress induced. And so all the time I'm auditioning for things and I'm like, they're like, show us, particularly for commercials, they're always like, show us your hands. And I'm always like, like I have to like hide it. <laughs> Don't never mind that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm yeah. just like, I'm just like, yeah, of course, here you go. And they're like in the backside, I'm like, oh, yeah, of course we're done. And like, yeah, these are things that make you do. Show us your feet. Show us your hands. You show me your feet. <laughs> yeah, no, what do you mean? We'll uh, pay you a lot. Oh, yeah, here's my feet. You want them in oil? Oh, I've had, to be, I've had to be shirtless in some. It's so humiliating. Like, you take off your shirt. You're like, okay. okay but All right. That guy works out. Wow. Yeah, they, that's exactly what it's they dodgeball. say. dodgeball. That's exactly what they say when I take off my shirt. They go, wow, that guy works out. I'm like, you betcha. I had to start. I gained the, the quarantine 20, man. I... I I got in such good shape to start quarantine. That was really? my coping mechanism, and then I've regressed since. Oh, but I'm I still in better shape than I was pre pre COVID. I went straight to cookies. Thanks for mentioning it. Yeah, good job, man. <laughs> I didn't know it. I ain't looking at your body, bro. You never look at my body. <laughs> no, I just know you're funny and I like you. That's all that matters. <laughs> That's Appreciate it. That. You too. Oh, I had something. It's gone. Damn. What were we talking about? What's up? Commercials. You got a military story to tell too. Oh yes, yeah. When you were mentioning the uh, the college gigs, and you said that like 
you get there and it's usually eight people and you think it's going to be auditorium. So I did the reverse. I was doing a military gig and I thought it was going to be like an auditorium of soldiers and I'm doing the Lord's work and I'm a good man. And then we get there and it's like a cafeteria for like one soldier and the rest (laughs) of the employees on the military island, which is just like pipe fitters and union shit and just guys working on oil rigs. I'm like, oh, this is this, this is a union gig, <laughs> full circle. Yeah, it was <laughs> like, I don't, I honestly, I don't even know if there was one soldier there. I think there was like one military police there, the guy that patrols the island, which I guess that's a soldier, but like yeah. even the soldiers be like, ah, he rats on us, you know? Do you ever I'm do just a- kidding, I'm sorry, I love you, but thank you for your service. <laughs> Go police the military, thank you. Did you ever do an American, have you done American Legions before? Yeah, but on my own, I booked it. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. American <laughs> Legions are the funniest because you're like, oh, it's like all military. And then it's usually just like a bunch of drunk guys. And you're like, yeah, it's drunk. I don't know if this makes me feel as good. It's is drunk the, white guys. Yeah, who are just like, they, who, it's also, those American Legions, they're like, it's like pictures for like a dollar. And you're like, what are we doing? Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> what, are, <laughs> what is this? Fun fact about me, I was raised in one. Really? Uh, yeah. The Legion, the Moose Lodge, the Elks. Spent a lot of time there with my pop-pop. And we'd uh, he'd drink beer, yeah, and I'd sneak sneak drinks of beer. <laughs> <laughs> he drink beer, I drink beer. Yeah. It's where I, you know, yeah, got my eclectic. They just give away beer at those morals from, <laughs> yeah, for sure. That moral compass that you claim to have and then disappeared. Yeah, no, I have it. It's there. It's, it's there. there. It's just you have it. You do have it. Yeah, you just gotta mix in a little fun. You just gotta mix in <laughs> a little pepper and salt. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, it gets too bland. No one wants some. Worst college gig I ever did was I opened for Aaron Carter. At a oh college. no, <laughs> that is the worst. First of all, that no offense to you, that's the worst pair up ever. Oh, <laughs> no offense taken. And then also like, what you don't book Aaron Carter and a comic? Horrible. Just have him bring his opener friend. Uh-huh. That never goes well. Yeah, no. I, I, I mean, it was in, they had booked me, and then. You know, well, so college gigs, the way it works is it's usually comics on the way up, musicians on the way down. We kind of meet in the college circuit. Okay. And so it was not unheard of to have to do a show with like a musician, but I they booked me. And then all of a sudden I just get a call from my agent. She was like, she's like, so they, they now just booked Aaron Carter also. And you're like, he's not a comic. And I was like, <laughs> and I also was like, so they're canceling me. And yeah. she was like, no. They want you to go up before him, so you'll open for him. And then the craziest part is, I was like, "How how much time do I have to do?" Cause oh just, no! And she was like, "They want the full full time." Oh no! <laughs> it's like, why is it people that have no clue always running the things? Like, like you're like, no. I was like, nobody no. wants that. Nobody will want that. Zero people in this in that space will want that to happen. She was like, "That's what they want." And I was like, and con. To, to get paid you have to do it you the the thing they t- the thing i was told when i did colleges was do the time do the time don't sleep with any students those are the two things that they told me yeah i stuck to both i i was i was very but like that was the big thing she was like you if you get off stage a second before they can void the contract that's so fucked up yeah so you just want me to die up here i Literally. did it go well no Oh. I, mean, <laughs> I thought it, I thought it was like, actually yes. It was. Uh, here's what I'll say. I went there because I I remember showing up and being like, you know, how you build false hope. 
in like when you're in a comic, you're just like told about a horrible situation, but then like it only takes like three minutes for you to be like, you know what, it could be good. Yeah. And I, I got myself to that place where I was like, nobody's going, everybody's going ironically. Yeah. Everybody here's here ironically to see him. So comic will actually make sense because it's kind of like actually what they're, I remember showing up and they were all were like, it was just all girls and they were dressed up. And I was like, fuck, they're not. Oh, uh, no. They're very into it. You probably should have done 15, 20. I, and that, and this, so the thing was, I went out there and I was like, I just said, it was the only time I've ever done this because my, my instinct is always like, don't make fun of the situation. Like, I like at so many college gigs in particular. The strategy I always use is I always walk out there and I'm like, this is great. It's like two people in a room. And I'm like, Sometimes. this is such a great show. And they'll, buy it yeah you can just get away with it and i was like i'm so sorry i have to make fun of the situation they're like okay and i went out there and i was like this is insane my first 15 even like 20 25 was pretty good and then because the crowd is like where's aaron carter well, they're just like he's running the light there's no way he's supposed to be on no, stage. No, I'm though. not. They made me <laughs> no, do this. No. They made. They could have given me 25. It would have been a great show. Yeah, but no, you push it. No. So, now we're doing another 30. So that last is it an hour or 55? 45. 45. That last yeah. 15 was. And you guys long and bad. I cannot stress this enough. One minute on stage going bad is like. 10 minutes and you start because the thing is is I'm it's through, amplified i'm through 20 25 minutes and i'm through about 20 25 minutes of material perfect perfect Stop. we're going good and then, and then all of a sudden 20, another that next five minutes i'm now going through 10 minutes of material every five minutes 15 minutes of material like i'm just starting to just throw any i'm trying crowd work that's not working what can uh, i do anything and it's the college's fault we're just not listening. Just not listening. He's not trying to get out of pay. He's yeah. genuinely saying this is a better show. Yeah. You're going to tank the show. You're going to hate me. You're going to make me look bad and you bad. No one will like this. They don't listen. So I did it. I forgot who it was, but it was some producer that finally figured out a bar show. He did like an hour bar show, hour 15. That's it. And it was. I was like, hey, that was pretty good. Yeah, because it's not... Two, three hours in a shitty fucking bar. No comedy show should ever be over two hours, in my opinion. None. Well, Never. Dave Chappelle is the only guy. Dave Chappelle. Seinfeld in a theater. Those guys in are a different. Theater, in a theater where people are paying crazy amounts of money, like sometimes the crowd is just so yeah. hot and it's their big night out. Other but than it's that, like, none of it. There's no reason. None of it. And same with movies. Everything. Anytime a movie's over two hours, I'm like, <laughs> Well, the uh, what was Quentin Tarantino's The Hateful Eight? I uh, watched that in theaters probably the day it came out at midnight and it was hard to get through because i was so tired and it's three hours to four hours so funny seeing those midnight movies because you're so excited and you show up and you're like why am i here at midnight yeah i'm like i'm so <laughs> tired <laughs> what am i doing what is i do it so much I so i'm like you idiot i know i used to do it like when i was first starting i would go with like a bunch of comics we'd always do like yeah. spots in a midnight man, movie so and we'd all fun. show up and we'd be like, like it's so tough. exciting it would start be like i'm tired this is hard <laughs> start slumping <laughs> yeah we did we did that we chose that we chose this and then i couldn't get through it and i thought it was okay it was probably just because i was exhausted and it was too late but then i finally watched it on netflix chopped up into four episodes i burned through it it was like the best thing i've ever seen i was like next episode next episode yeah and what a difference it made just sliced up like that giving given to you in and i know the true movie buff will be like no i'm like Four hours is too long, asshole. Yeah, I watched Lonesome Dove with my father as a child. I know how to watch an old movie, but that's fucking long. Robert Duvall. People were like, people were. Everyone was asking me that. Because I'm like, I'm kind of a a loser, and so people, everybody was like, "You watched the Justice, the Justice League Snyder cut," and I was like, "No." 
It's like I, I don't have the amount of time to watch a I movie I've either. already seen again. I haven't either. I seen. want to, but it's like it's like it can't be that different. It's the same footage. How's it possible? I heard it's much different. I know. I gotta do it. <laughs> I gotta Four do hours. it. I just don't have that kind of time. How uh how long I'm not have I have to pee pee real bad. I we do pee break because we're rolling yeah, good. Go, yeah, okay. Pee pee boy, what the hell were we even talking about? We have hit we have hit an hour ten though, and I got a couple more questions for you. Yeah. You're gonna love these. Oh. But maybe we won't get there yet. Okay. The piss took me out of the moment though. <laughs> what were we talking about? I was yelling we just finished Aaron Carter and, oh, yeah. and these shows that Oh, and shows not being too long. I just uh, did a boat show. I headlined a boat show, mama. <laughs> I made it. It was What kind of boat? <sighs> Isn't it wild that you said a boat show and I was like, I totally know what you're saying, but just which kind <laughs> which of boat? Because I've done boat? multiple boat gigs <laughs> in my life. <laughs> it, it which was version of a boat gig? Impromptu. The ones that are good? Oh, impromptu. Never impromptu. Good. Never good. <laughs> well, the act, it's ran by two comics, Nick Scarpino and Austin Carr, and I stayed at Austin's house. Thanks for having me. Nick Scarpino me. from... SF? Yeah, yeah. From Kind of Funny Games. Yeah, I don't know. Nice guy. The best. What's Kind of Funny Games? Kind of Funny Games is his podcast slash uh, video thing that they do that is huge. Oh, nice. It's I Didn't lo- ask me to do it. What's up, Nick? <laughs> I had nothing to do. You make me stay with Austin and his grandma. That's fucked up, bro. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I had the best time with those guys. Nick loves cheesecake, and I thought that was the funniest thing ever. <laughs> that he's addicted to cheesecake like I am to CBD and the sweets and stuff. And he's... He's asking because he also looks so good. Yeah, he's, he's in asking. really good shape. He's one of those which, like, as somebody whose weight fluctuates very easily, like I, it takes a week of me being like I can just have a sad week and I can undo months. Yeah, and like he's, he, I, I, remember, I remember when I, I was with him there too. too I, he, people just can't tell because I start off thin, but I've always, if you've seen my belt hole loops on my belt, I'm just saying they've gone from. Yeah, they go. I'll they, swing. They go both sides. <laughs> mm-hmm. They've achieved every hole of the belt. Sometimes drill a new hole for too thin, tweak, and then some. You know, sometimes just kidding, just kidding, mama. And then uh, <laughs> sometimes over here, you know, for the one too many hot dogs. I had two hot dogs last night. Woke up as if I was hungover, searching for soda. I was so thirsty. The sodium level in those. Come on, organic grass fed Applegate though. It doesn't matter. Why am I weeping <laughs> Hot so dogs much? are not good. What do you mean? It's beef. <laughs> <laughs> they have brioche buns at Trader Joe's. They have brioche hot dogs buns at Trader Joe's. How am I? Of course I ate two hot dogs last night. I'll talk about it more on my Patreon. He's not into the hot dog talk. What were we talking about? <laughs> God, if that isn't but a reason boat. to subscribe to the Patreon, guys, I mean, if you're not getting in on this hot, I can't even imagine what these hot dog takes are going to be. The boat show was amazing. They do it right. Everything was amazing. They take care of you. Uh, you get a little piece of the door, so you're getting paid. Nice. And, and, and it's beautiful and it's gorgeous. But first night, it's San Francisco. It's pretty cold. Pretty cold place. Very on, cold. I was the, just up there a couple on the weeks water. ago. You're on the water. You're on the roof. Oof. COVID safe. No indoors. We're indoors right now. I'm just kidding. And then he's like, I don't find that funny. I'm vaccinated. Uh, yeah, he's good. Then Teflon done. I just put my dick in the soil and God says, you don't get COVID. New cold. <laughs> <laughs> this new cold I'm, I'm uh, You're killing starting. You're killing me. <laughs> it's called soil fuckers. You should join it. Anyways, um, 
yeah it was phenomenal they kept it short that was the whole point mm-hmm. and and uh the first show was so cold bro so cold i know but you just you just bob and weave you fucking yeah. you know you. Bobs. i did a weekend up in sf a couple of weeks ago with don't tell and oh outdoors yeah so and, you know exactly what i'm talking now and imagine the first that- night in the first night i showed up in like an open like kind of jacket that was it and a and a t-shirt oh and dead i was dead on stage really like yeah. I, I made like i hate every decision i've ever made that got me to this show like what did i do and the second i showed up in like full sweat sweater sweatshirt and yeah. a jacket on top i was fully prepared both nights <laughs> and uh the first night did not matter because as you know just imagine that show, but floating on the ocean with the water <laughs> oh. splashing you. I can't even you, imagine. I mean, not, you know what I mean. Wet wind, wet wind, that wet, wet cold wind. That wet cold. Just gets your spine. Oh. You're like, God. Oh, yeah. No, that'll hit you hard. I was in a sweatshirt, jacket. How many people are on this boat? It was, the shows were fire. The it, it was actually, I know I'm talking so much shit. Just the weather. In summer, this is going to be the most magical. If I showed you these pictures, I, got, I will put some up right here. I'm performing under a bridge. <laughs> not right now, you oh, dingbat. So I know. It was, he, he's not a dingbat. He was, he was acting. You can call me a dingbat. Um, <laughs> but it was the most beautiful, like where I literally would stop my act and be like, I just can't. Just look at this, guys. Yeah. This is gorgeous under the bridge. I said at that night. I with said the that during city. one of my shows. There's a building that <laughs> it's so funny. There's a Salesforce building in the middle of the SF that at night has like literally it's like images of doves f- flying on Towards, top of this building. How, you, how are your jokes gonna compete? And with I literally that? was on stage and I was like, beautiful. Yeah. That is beautiful. And then afterwards, everybody was like, it's a Salesforce building. We fucking hate it. It's like, like such it was, an SF reaction. Sorry. I mean, it looks like, nice. I don't know what it is. They're like, yeah, but the birds, it's like disgusting. And it's like, but it's pretty nice, right? I mean, they are having flying. They don't have to do that. They could have just made it a building. Yeah. They did a nice <laughs> thing. I mean, like, I don't know. feels like there's bigger crime. They just made it brick. That looks real nice. Yeah. Like, they tried. Yeah. They're a little, they're a bit much in SF. They like me, but I always have to. There's always, uh, I always got to prove myself to an SF crowd. I call myself a lesbian one time, and someone said easy. <laughs> I didn't hear him. I would have, I would have went at him. I said, oh yeah, I hate easy, easy, you easy, easy, easy on this lesbian dick. I hate it. <laughs> that would have been good. That would have been a good. Yeah, one. that's how I come back. <laughs> Tit for tat, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, oh, God. Oh, Mark Norman's tweet. Did you like that? I loved it. Did you see it? No. What's this? Um, let me pull it up so I can read it verbatim. I shared it. He's such a good dude. This guy. Oh, hang on. I got to type it in. You go. You do it. Mark Norman. Boy, he funny is. guy. This is this is a man who I look up to in social it, yeah. media. And you talk like uh, you're typing like you, my mother. <laughs> I'm old school, man. I'm 36, bro, and I didn't get this till way later. You think I was the guy doing typing class? <laughs> doing the doll, oh, bro. I was fucking. I can't even imagine what your grades were like. I was actually on honor roll until I got into drugs. <laughs> 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 That's the truth. Up, up, he tweeted, Mark Norman, the great Nar- Mark. Ah, fuck him. No, I'm just kidding. The, great <laughs> the great Mark Kevin Norman. Uh, up, he, he tweeted, apologize for that joke. Sorry. Hey, you didn't mean that apology. I think you gathered that I'm two different people. 
<laughs> hey, you didn't mean that apology. He goes, I didn't mean the joke either. Smart. It's the truth. Mm-hmm. It's just like, God, can't you tell there's no hate in my heart? <laughs> like, <laughs> what do you think? I'm fucking... <laughs> I'm lucky where I have this like rule for my comedy where I don't say anything on stage I don't believe. And so I've always had it very easy because when somebody's like, hey, that was offensive, I'm always like, I'll debate you. Like, I'll, I'm always like, talk to me afterwards. I'm happy to, because I won't say a thing I don't believe. It's very easy for me to get away. I can like, because the truth is most people don't even, they hear trigger words. Yeah, that's all it is. It's a trigger word. And so I'm always like, I'm always like, no, no, I really believed it. Like, whatever the joke is, I'm like, I believe it. Like, what, what part of it don't you, don't you think is true? And they usually have like one point and I'll be like, I'll be like, yeah, but I mean, clearly like this, this, this. And they'll be like, you can just feel them being like. I didn't think we. I didn't think we were gonna have a rational conversation about this. This isn't what yeah, I wanted. I, just wanted, I wanted to. Be I wanted you to say sorry. I didn't know I you were going to, to like rationally. So I tend to diffuse. That's how I got through the college world. Because yeah. I do a lot of that. I'd be like, just talk to me afterwards, and all these kids come up to me afterwards, and they'd be like, what about this? And I'd be like, it's a yeah, decent I, point. But once it was a little cuck kid, I'd be like, oh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> He's dumb son of a bitch. You ain't been through shit. Wait till life hits you. You know, I'd wait say, till that hope expires in your little heart. You think you're gonna have an easy life? This shit's hard. People die. You're gonna cry. Oh, I need my CBD, you little bitch. <laughs> little bitch. Yeah, a I mean, safe I've, space. A safe space. Get the fuck out. Of it. I got your safe space hanging. So I'd say probably you shouldn't do colleges. <laughs> <I'd> say- <laughs> <laughs> fucking <laughs> raise it's just i'm sorry man i just see not that of course don't do abuse and uh bad but just the sensitive little cuck holding uh coddling i guess cuck holding was a bit aggressive for the first i hate the word cuck i don't i don't i, I just hate learned it, it so much i hate it why because it came because it's this word that became for like i don't actually anybody know the real who definition. has a, anybody who has emotions or, so a cuck is somebody that watches so, their wife get fucked right yes yeah that's great so it's then a great word but, but, but then it's shifted so yeah great word out of the gates this word is shifted into a world i hate so it started with guy who watches girl his wife get fucked which is totally okay whatever that's your fetish who cares a shit then it became like weak men it's like you're a cuck if you're weak i don't then like it, that then I, it became like now it's just used to be like it's like almost being used in the same. It, it's like a way of just describing like a guy who like feels emotions and like. Well, I'm. I see. Here's. I'm very emotional. I cry all the time. I cry in my car almost. Uh, I wouldn't say daily. That's too unhealthy, but <laughs> a, a lot. And I. I've. It's important. Raised by majority women. I'm. You know not. They kind of help with bringing the emotions out, as opposed to the old curmudgeon men. Uh-huh. You know, and at least in. Uh, uh, so I love being able. A broad spectrum of emotions and being sensitive and cry. I don't like toxic masculinity. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like safe spaces and you can't say words. And I'm just like, what happens when you go to, into the world? What happened? You're you're so coddled is the correct word that yeah. you're. I mean, forgive me for better terms, but you're just a little bitch and you can't take life at I, jobs, managers fights you know you just retreat and you're like yeah I that's not a human that's it and it's a mixed bag right because on one hand i'm like i like college is a place for experimentation like i really believe that and part of that experimentation can be like hey what if we're in a place that's really safe what if we're a place where we can explore find who we are like i like that premise because i do think 
particularly nowadays I, I like where we are too. teaching kids like correctly like both the sexual spectrum and gender fluidity which is very difficult stuff and particularly for some of these kids who are in like for me who went from like virginia to nyu where it was like i went from a very like that is not a thing that exists to like everybody believes in everything it was a shift and i liked that i was in a safe place where i was able to go through it i also agree though part of it has to be like okay and this is a wonderful four years like it's so important we all get to do this but there's a thing out there get ready because the the real world the world is tough and you're gonna have to hear some shit. It's unforgiving. It's unforgiving. It and but that isn't to say you can't be the change. Yeah, you could always, of course, etch out a beautiful, great life. Yeah, but I do. Yeah, like I'm always, I'm, I'm fifty fifty because I get it. I do get sometimes being like, this is their say. This is a place that you want them to be feel safe because you want to be able to like explore and figure out who you are in the same way that like in the same way that I'm like if you're if you're in a frat and you throw a big party and everybody's drunk and they're underage it's like i don't think everyone should go to jail for underage drinking it's like college is kind of like they should have their own campus police yeah, who's kind of like keeping shit under control because this is a safe space where like you're not supposed to drink but like we know drink, what so, happened right, right. just like you're not supposed to smoke weed at coachella yeah it's almost the same have you seen the clouds above it <laughs> yeah you know okay it's the same thing it's like yeah. it's like there's campus police because you're gonna drink some of it. so it's like it's also like yes this is a place where like you can be a little bit more sensitive and that's okay because like, let's create that kind of environment. It's just, once you get out there, you just got to make, it's the same thing with alcohol where you're like, okay, now we all had fun at the frat parties, but like in the real yeah. world, like now you let's start drinking drink like a keg. Yeah. yeah you, you start drinking kegs when you're out of college, you're going to have some trouble. I have a job, a wife and kids. You can't be kegger. Fucking keg stand. She's like, honey. Yes. The real world, the real world, you can't be doing that shit. That's, I guess, my problem with it because it's not real. It's, I, but I do agree with you where I do like the exploration of of a, of a safe space. Yeah. But like, what what the reality is 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 people getting mad at trigger shit or whatever when they're not even what you just said, like not even explore. Yeah, like it, so. I said there's... lesbian in my set one time, one word. Call myself one because it's kind of funny. I shaved too close, and I did look like a lesbian. So <laughs> it's funny, and it, but it's like I didn't say. I yeah. I I love gay people. I don't give a fuck. I lived in West Hollywood for eight nine years. I worked there. Like of course. Like what are you doing? I don't give a shit. Yeah, no. It's it's also people bringing their own biases, right? They they hear like this is something I say a lot. Where I'll be like, you're actually the offensive one here. I was like. Like for that situation there, I'm like, what if I am a lesbian? All you said is, all you said is, you look like a lesbian. They said that's mean, and it's like, I wasn't saying it in a negative way. I didn't say, yeah, 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 yeah. You, yeah, you, you made the lesbian you ugly. Me you know, you making you yeah. saying I said myself ugly, but lesbians are beautiful. I said I'm beautiful. Yeah, yeah. You twisted it. Yeah, you, <laughs> and you your brought your lesbian own, brain. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know uh, at all. I I was told that I heard something, but it was at that distance. I was like, I couldn't make that out. Yeah, so yeah. I just kept going, which is I mean that's uh, all I pleasant. Do. I, that's good in hindsight because I don't know where that would have went. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, there's not particularly like. If I hear somebody grumble at a premise of mine, because I have I have some jokes that open harsh and then swing into like a better perspective, yeah. but I come out of it like hot. Every now and then you got one of those. Yeah, me too, man. Yeah, that's how you do it. You gotta sometimes come in there a little like. I start off one joke with I seen my cousin's vagina before, <laughs> <laughs> and they all go what. 
And then you gotta ease into something nice. You know what I'm saying? Is <laughs> yeah. that one's called Cousin's Vagina? I'm excited to hear it. Sounds yeah. like a good premise. Yeah, you will. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I'll always be like, if I hear the grumbles, I'll be like, let me get out a couple more sentences and let's see. Because a lot of times, because also so many times where I see people are getting heckler stuff, I'm like, it's at the beginning, and I'm like, you and didn't it, wait. Yeah, and that person also just didn't. That person also sometimes people. Because you forget it's converse. We forget because we watch so much stand up that we like we think of it as so scripted. People don't realize how scripted stand up is. They think we're just talking. It's all. Uh, and so sometimes people will respond because they genuinely think I'm talk. Like particularly because when I do like because I love disguising. I disguise hard, and so sometimes I'll like be talking and they'll be like he's talking and they'll sort of like respond because they think it's a response and then like it's like it's okay like. I ignore sometimes comics will be like be like yeah you ever do this and someone's like yeah and he's like what'd you say and it's like you literally asked them a question like why are you yelling at them <laughs> yeah I I, uh, I I I deal with that differently because <laughs> well I only have one where I ask like the audience a question like I say hey my butthole's so tight and they always <laughs> they always go how tight is it and I'm like oh no it's not one of those man <laughs> I guess I could say, let me tell you. Oh, it sounds oh, like yeah. that's a fun little moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's sweet. That's the, the only time that the ever thing happens I don't like to is, me. But the thing I don't like is when people yell. I don't like when comics yell. I, I opened the special with a joke about how like I don't pick on people in the crowd. And I used to open my hour always with it. Is like, I'd be like, everyone can relax. Yeah. That's not a thing I do. I don't pick on people. Yeah, I don't talk to you. I, I, you I was like, I'll, to me. I, don't I was like, I'll talk to you, but like, I'm not gonna yell. I will never just be like, "This guy's ugly." Not yeah. that. It's not my energy. <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah, I don't want to. I'll do it, but you gotta be. You gotta want it you gotta so bad to get into a heckler fight with me. Ugly. <laughs> <laughs> no, you gotta be loud and obnoxious and call for it. Yeah, and you then need, I'll go you in. Need, I'll give you. I give people so many strikes. I give people so many. I'll work in. I'll talk over. I'll do everything. I'll, yeah. And then, like, I'll usually have a step right before where I'm like, I'm like, what do you want from me? Yeah. Because I feel because I'm I'll literally be like because I'm running out of options except to yell at you. Please tell me what I can do besides that. I stopped coming in hot because I came in hot and I and learned lessons. It's well, hard to it's recover. It's a thing comics are taught. I think it's something young comics are taught where it's like, ain't hey, fucking. They talk to you. You got to command respect. You take them out. And like the more I did it, the more I was take them out in a funny way. I was just like, fuck you guys, you fucking assholes. But but I think it's a lot of what people, honestly, many times I see like that stuff and I'm like, guys, this isn't funny. This is scary. Like the crowd sometimes will laugh because they're scared, but they're scared. Yeah. Yelling. It needs to be done with grace. Grace. Most people do not want to be yelled at every now and then. Every now and then you run into your like once a year. I was gonna say I somebody at pushes t- me and I'm like, okay, fine. What's your fucking problem? Like, I kicked out a table of real estate agents at a Madhouse Comedy Club, and uh, <laughs> I, and uh, that felt good. I went off on them, but they had it coming. They were ruining the show. Yep. They were ruining the show, so I don't feel bad at all. But I still even and like, when you're a more like, seasoned comic, sometimes like. Because Madhouse does showcase, style. yeah, and so sometimes on those shows, I also am like, there'll be times where I'll hear and I'll be like, if I can't get them to quiet down, I need to get them out of here because like, 
there's some younger comics on those showcases. Yeah, they were, well, and, they killed a couple. Uh, there was some vets and some younger comics, right. and a few died and bombed because of them, because right. of how shitty. And they were ruining the show for everyone around them. And even uh, seasoned vets had struggled because they were that loud. They were on their phones talking about their phones in the middle of a showroom, uh. and no one was policing the room. And then I told door guys, I was like, if you don't, I was like, because I was sitting near them and watching, and they already went at one or two comics. So they already battled a couple comics. Right. And I tried to do like one joke, and it just didn't work because of them. Right. And I was like, I can't do, I was like featuring or what i don't you know what i mean i got 15 yeah. instead of eight or uh pretty big yeah anyways <laughs> i was like i can't do the rest of this time with them like that so i just went at them and it was awesome i said uh like why don't you crawl back to the glory hole in which you came out of and uh <laughs> Let's go. I, yeah it was bad it was bad i didn't mean it i mean i meant it in that moment but then the the reason i knew i don't regret the situation is because they go fuck you and i was like hey audience you guys hate this table and they're like yeah i was like you guys like me and they're like yeah and i was like the the votes are in like we they we hate you you guys need to leave and then everyone cheered that's how awful this table was it's great i know i said bad shit but i was like when you you when you kick out a table and the whole audience goes yay (laughs) thank you yeah and it wasn't that's fucked up. And that it, goes down to the club though. The club Yes. The club made help. that happen. The club should have said, please keep it down. Yep. Coming back. Please keep it down. Third strike. All right, you guys gotta go. Yeah. You get three shots, you're out. It's baseball. It's as simple yeah. as that. And you I, give them a chance and, and by then the way, you kick you, them out. And by the way, they'd had, it sounds like there was five comics. 49 opportunities yes. to kick these people out. When the first comic goes, hey, fuck you, you fucking bitches. Get, like, that's, that wasn't even me. That was the second round of it. And I was like, why didn't you get him out on his? Why are you making why? me do this? I don't understand the instincts of certain clubs to not get them out. It's like they pay, they're spending money. Because, they're spending because money. yeah, they're wasting the money of the rest of yeah, the people around Because them. this is also where I get frustrated with, like, clubs booking TikTokers and, like, people who just, like, don't do comedy but have like big social media because i'm like the problem is people are going to come to this show because there's nothing worse than going to a bad comedy show and if a table is ruining an entire show that's a bad comedy show nobody every single person leaves that room and goes well i don't want to go to a comedy show again it's like because they ruin the experience and it's like so you just lost a hundred customers over a table yeah. of eight same drunk. with like a shitty tiktoker uh, you know what it was it always is this sounds fucked up it was shit-faced pretty women it was a table of shit-faced, mm-hmm. pretty women. Pretty women are very... They're the worst audience members, especially in a pack like that. Oh, my God. I mean, I'll tell you, I I do something... So I do something on stage that one out of four times works, but when it works, it's like a, like a blow-up moment where I'll just go, teachers... Because one out of four times it's a group of teachers. No way. Teachers, and they know teachers how make hard the it is worst. Th- they make the worst audience members. And when I hit it, and they all go, "Yeah," though it's like such an explosion. I'm gonna steal like, it. How the fuck? Can I steal that? <laughs> yeah. those bits you can steal because they're not really because you, you know, yeah, no, no, you no, for sure. Of course, it's, 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 course. it's a, it's a and by tool the way, on the belt. And by the way, joke stealing is uh, completely overblown on the internet. It's uh, not nearly as much as you guys think. You guys, the amount of stuff I post, that people are like, "You stole this from." And I'm like, that's not even no, it's in the crazy. same ballpark. Like, also to this parallel thinking, uh, we also all live in the same world, so we're gonna like, talk <laughs> about the same shit. Yeah, exactly. Like, and I think there's like six thieves total. Yeah, no, it's, it's not. An, it's not the amount of it on the internet where I'm like, 
guys, we gotta define this for the for our audience. We yeah. gotta at some point somebody has to be like, here's what joke stealing is. It is not just premise. It is not just setup. It's not even first punchline. It's end of joke. Are we still doing the same thing? Yeah. Because you're going to have punchlines that come close to other people's. Absolutely. People have close. People have stuff close to mine. So it's always like if it's at the very end and they finish the thought, and I'm like, okay, we never diverted. Neil Brennan had a bit, and I was I saw him change it, and I, I asked him, I was like, hey, why'd you change that to work not as good? He's like, Seinfeld did it. <laughs> and I was like, damn. He's like, yeah, I know. He's like, it sucks when they're more famous than you because if you're the more famous comic. Like, they didn't steal each other. The point of that story yeah. is he didn't steal his joke. It's parallel Nobody's, thinking. Yeah. And he just said, God damn it. He's no, way more famous. No and then comic, he can't do it anymore. No comic you know well. There'll never be another Carlos Mencia. Like, there'll never be a situation. Because they get burned at the stake. Yeah, like, that was the last one who got through the system who stole. But it's like... Yeah, we like we know we know we and know, it, we like, police oh. it ourselves. Please stop policing this. Um, yeah. <laughs> please, please, I beg of you. Someone said my bro joke. They were like, "You stole this from Adam Ray," and I was like, "Because he said bro and, once." And I was like, "You mean just who Adam Ray is? That is not joke stealing. Yeah. Like, he is a bro. He yeah, is a bro. Like, He's just a the bro, essence bro. Of you stole Maz Jabrani's joke, bro, bro, bro. Yeah, no, like, it's like, guys, the best." He's, he's just a human. I'm describing a similar human to him. Someone said I uh, stole a Mitch Hedberg joke, and I was just so mad. It was like, Mitch Hedberg tells one-liners, and I tell eight-minute stories. <laughs> I know. They're on the most furthest opposite. I mean, yes, if you mean there's a long-haired stoner guy that did drugs, <laughs> I'm guilty, but there's quite a quite a few of us yeah. this isn't a new thing he wasn't the first one either yeah no. you want to get into it he stole tommy chong you know every it's get out of here yeah. get out of here you people are nuts yeah no please guys please well it's usually like it's the frustrating thing is i'm always like you can tell they're big comedy fans and i think they just like it's think, a thing they, they hear they're about doing a good and thing. i just need like hey, i think every podcast should do a segment these days just being like guys take it easy yeah where nobody is actively stealing from each other these days. Every I'm sure there's one or two a year. Yeah. That happens. But man, none of us none of us want that. It's the most serious thing you can accuse me of. When so like it is that's why it bugged me too. Because mine cause, was cause like when you, once, when you read that comment, you're like <gasps> I was like, did I? Oh I never would intentionally, but I was like sometimes you get soaks into your consciousness. And then I watched the bits back to back verbatim and one sentence of my three minute bit was right. somewhat similar <laughs> to something that he said once. And I was like, Oh my god, I was so mad. I, I was like, mine leads into a personal story about me being on a dating show on MTV. <laughs> Mitch Hedberg's did not. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I was like, you no, it's assholes. so I know. No, I'm literally Googling like for the Adam Ray one, I was like, Adam Ray bros, Adam Ray. Like I'm like yeah, trying you're to figure out. I'm, I'm, literally, not a thief. I'm literally like, what even joke? Is like I'm like trying to find the joke. I literally couldn't find the joke, and I think I that's when I was like, oh, I had to ask them for it too. I said which one? I gotta watch it because I couldn't find it either. And I was watching. It was Mitch Hedberg, so who gives a shit? But when you're searching for something, it's different than just watching him. Yeah. And I used to go to bed to his album every night. Do you believe in gosh? And uh, as I was getting into stand up and improv and sketch, I still watch so many specials. I stopped. It finally changed. But now I probably should get back to it. Because I just hung out at the comedy clubs every night and I saw it. 
Yeah, but there's something about because I really like a complete special. Because I was like, I I I put so much thought into how I wanted my special to look and feel, and like part of that was like I always watch specials and I really look for specials that like amplify the material. Yeah. Versus like blah 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 live at the blah blah blah, uh, which I'm like. You know, it's just, it's just, you're just filming a show versus like some of them where they like amplify it. I love that shit. I love when like a special has a thing. Yeah. It's really cool when they're magical. Yeah. I remember uh, watching Chris Rock's uh, Bigger and Blacker. Yeah. Like 40, 50 times in high school. And it's been like, whoa. And by the way, Tambourine was sensational. Oh, it's amazing. It was nominated for a Grammy. I don't think it did as I didn't get the acclaim. I didn't think it got the acclaim. But it was nominated for some shit. Didn't he win one? He might, but but those awards are such bullshit. The stand up special awards are bullshit, and we all know it. But like that special, I was like, that should be an all timer to me. Tambourine is an all timer for me. I thought it was honest, and I guess uh, I'm a Chris Rock fan till the day I die, and I guess it didn't match his earlier tempo. But that's what I loved about it. I know, but I, it was it was so well thought out, and yeah. it, it he told the truth. He was personal. Was real. He's was never personal. been personal like no. that. It was like so cool. I love that. Like it was like same with like Jeselnik's thoughts and prayers. Yeah, where he shifts halfway through, and he's like just telling a story, and you're like Jeselnik's telling a fucking story. Yeah, it was so cool. Yeah, that was really cool. I work with him a lot, and he's he's a fucking badass. I was always emceeing, you know. So yeah, yeah. And I love he, him. He'd be on a ton of the shit, and I would watch him work his hour out shoot it yeah. come back with his typed up notes brand new shit get some chuckles and build and build and build turn it into 15 then you saw the whole process of it it was so fun to watch so cool. and then i was like what's next you gonna shoot that he's like no i'm gonna tour for two years and make as much money as i can off this I was like, awesome. And he's like, and then I'll shoot it. I was like, awesome. And then he did exactly that. And I didn't see him for two fucking years, once here and there, you know? Yeah. Toured, made all that money, and then he shot it, and it was that special. Wow. And I was like, this is so badass to see that process. That's so cool. I, I mean, I love, like, one, I love just opening for comics in general. It's like one of my favorite things yeah. to do is opening for, like, a bigger, bigger comic. I just think it's so fun. I love that opening spot. I think I'm, like, good at it. You, you're best. good at it too. It's like yeah, it's so no, fun. I love it. I love it. I wish I got more of it. You pick everyone, up so many fans. Everyone thought I was on the road all the time. I would go. I go with like four dudes, two times each dude. <laughs> I was like, it seems like a lot. I know. But I, mean, I was like, I know. But look, I mean, it was we, still amazing. People look at my social media and they think I'm literally crushing it. And I'm like, I could not be less stable right now. <laughs> I've never felt less stable in my entire career. Well, when you're do doing well, that's how it feels. Like everyone's yeah. like, how are you doing? I'm like inside I'm dying, but yeah. everything on paper seems real good. Yeah. Right now I'm like, I just always have a couple things going that make people think I'm doing great. But you are though. That's the thing. There's some people with like zero things going. I know, just, but like, it's so stressful. Like, oh, you better go get some sunshine because your thoughts are going to be dark. These past couple months have been <laughs> a you rough ain't got ride pot for you, boy. <laughs> you ain't got a pot, boy. Oh, are you pissing? Not in the pot. <laughs> Not in the pot. <laughs> <laughs> you know how many years I didn't have a pot? You just go in the bushes. No one gives a shit. <laughs> a metaphor for life oh okay <laughs> but it's tough when you do a metaphor because it feels possible for you <laughs> like, like that's the issue with your metaphors is you're like i was peeing in bushes and i'm like yeah that works but you for probably you. were i mean like were you <laughs> like that's how you got punched 
Yeah, you sometimes you just <laughs> go to sleep in the ditch. The sunshine will wake you up. <laughs> and the wet dew. Oh, it gets cold out there. <laughs> Anyways, we're probably wrapping up. I'm getting delirious here. Um, <laughs> we've been rolling. This is a good one, man. I have so much fun on these. I love I love so fun. But as 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 the big important question comes, yeah. here it is, man. I need uh, how we wrap up my podcast. Do you have a, a good uh, story of when you shit your pants, like on a hot date or, or a wedding night, fiance, or like at <laughs> work on stage? Nate heard diarrhea at his pants on stage. Um, Joe Maurice was shitting in the bushes and <laughs> while getting a parking ticket, and he's like, hey, I'm pooping here. <laughs> You know, something, something real good. Yeah, yeah. So, um, <laughs> well, here's the thing. Uh, I am, no. So I don't have a great. <laughs> <laughs> so, I sense that might have been coming. So let me say this. Uh, I am a very responsible young man who does not. Uh, I, I, I'm also squeamish about that that thing mm. so i tend I to i think not. we all are but you know but but no but no like sometimes you just gotta push you like know? it was like part of <laughs> it was like part of like when i start dating girls i'm like i'm like hey so uh you know i know there's a lot of guys out there who like to discuss that kind of stuff they think it's i'm not one of those let's uh let's uh, i pretend to, like you don't do that and uh, pretend i don't either oh wow that's literally we have a no poop talk yeah me too i know <laughs> <laughs> we have a no poop talk policy in my household with that said, uh, I will say a pissing story because as a kid, it could be a childhood poop. Because I was going, well, I was. Can I go to? Can I go to to pissing? Pissing is a little. It's a little lame. It's a little weak. It's a little weak. But we. Have I was. I'm do, not here to say it's I, okay. Some people don't have poop stories. The second you brought up the topic, I was like, Ugh. I knew. I knew. <laughs> We've had like three people that didn't poop their pants, and I called them liars. I've never pooped my pants for sure. Not. Not even when you're like six. Well, as like a kid, kid. But still, like past the diapers, turd goes down the leg at school. It's so embarrassing. See, no, absolutely not. Never. <laughs> this guy. But but I'll tell you what I did do, which was I struggled a lot with the with the pissing thing. So I pissed okay. the bed, uh, very late, into like high school. I was still struggling with You're it. Afraid of your father. I. <laughs> <laughs> I talk about this on. I talk about this. I I had this thing when I went to bed. I had to get this like special device. What does that mean? What are, I, why are you guys not talking? I don't know. Because I, maybe, yeah, I don't know. I'm a therapist now. It Sometimes. just cracked me up. You're afraid of your <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. But, but yeah, I had to wear this thing when I went to bed. That like... A she-we? What does that mean? It's this little cup for women, so like a pee standing up. Oh, it's no. a bad joke. It's a bad joke. You don't know what a she-we is. I don't. I don't. I'm not familiar with the she-we. Um... <laughs> I do wear this. It was like these two little like electrical clips that would like attach to my underwear when I went to bed. Oh no! And they'd electric shock and there was your pee pee. No. And then there was <laughs> what kind of childhood was this? <laughs> With shockers on his nuts. No, you poor child. No. I almost touched you. You poor thing. I get it, bro. I'm afraid of my father too. No, I'm not afraid of my dad. We have a good relationship. Yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> and then it would anyway. There was a box next to my head. It would make noise when it would feel like liquid. That is a good piss story. 
So I would, well, wait. So I was going to tell a better piss story. So because. the Better than the electric ball <laughs> therapy. Yeah, better than electric ball therapy, if you can even believe it. You know, it wasn't a thing. Because again, can't stress this enough. It doesn't actually electrocute you. It makes a noise. Okay, okay. Um, <laughs> I could just see. Cut to him just being the biggest freak ever. Just I can only come when I'm being electrocuted. He's tasing himself. I know, I know. That seems like such a nightmare to be one of those people. I actually never got into the weird kinky shigs. I, I don't want to get... I know, it's scary. I don't want to get addicted to that, too. I and know. I need a ball gag and a fucking foot in my ass. I know. <laughs> no, you got to be careful. Get out of here. Yeah, no. You get like... that foot. Get the toe out of here, sir. <laughs> sir. <laughs> sir, ma'am. Sir, ma'am. Um, no, I was going to say that I struggled with pissing the pissing myself a lot. That was a thing that happened a lot because I troubled my bladder. And so I guess one time we had to do this, like, presentation with like puppets in school this is when i was like a little kid and we like i was like hansel and gretel and i remember i don't even like i don't remember my dad told me the story later but i remember like i did it and i peed myself during it during the show during like the filming of it but nobody noticed when it happened i was like very i felt very subtle and my and then they had this they taped on a vhs and they like sent around all the parents and so my dad like got it like fourth or fifth and he was like we well, get this tape and you're starting the story and he's like and you're so clearly have to go to the bathroom and you're like hitting yourself during a story. You'd be like, Hansel and Gretel. Like, and then he's like, and then at the end you pee yourself on camera and the literally <laughs> you hear the librarians like, that was great. And like cuts and it just goes to the next kid. Like nobody. And he was like, he was like, we had to go into school and be like, so you have to burn this tape. Are you kidding me? Put that on your Instagram. <laughs> this is the stuff people want to see. Nobody. That's gold. That's oh, fantastic. I burned it, but that's my. <laughs> you know what? I ne- I don't think I have ever pissed myself. Like I cannot recall a piss. Oh, see that I that I did multiple times as a kid. That's where I struggled. Like that, I've pissed on myself, but that was my own v- volition. You know, <laughs> like you made pissing a in a cup in a car, or pooping in that church parking lot. And you you know you just spray your <laughs> spray your spray your chon chons. You know what I'm saying? What? Oh. <laughs> We're getting real silly. (laughs) (laughs) I get silly. I got up early. I went to the gym. I'm trying to get forearms. Very excited about to move. I'm going to get a new gym. Yeah, it's good. Anyways. Yeah, that was great, man. Tell the the people. Danny Jollis, everybody check out his special. It's called Uh, Six Parts. It's free on YouTube. Yeah, YouTube, share it, like it, review it, subscribe it, do do the things. Do the it things. Out. It really means a lot. It matters a lot. It really we, helps. It gets we, the algorithms going. Uh-huh. Turn down streamers because I was like, I want it in the people's hands because I really believe it's a good special. And then also uh, our industry is broken, so following me on social media yeah. helps a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Follow him. His handle is at electric nutsack. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck yeah thank you so much this has been community service i love you all like and subscribe i appreciate y'all patreon people merch is coming i finally have it i didn't have it i'm a slow i'm a slow anyways i have hoodies coming and t-shirts to all the people i owe coming in real hot this week i'll be messaging you look out on the patreon i love you all bye bye